Hey, COH fam, it's a blessing to be here this Sunday morning. As we're here this Sunday morning, myself and Reverend Bill, in the midst of the season, uh, are embarking on a, a sermon series, a, a sharing series uh, that we want to share with you all called Church Reborn. Uh, that I know many of you all have been asking and are trying to figure out, well, when will we be going back? When will we be going back into the building? When will we be going back to church? And I want to let you know that um, I I'm blessed to be on even now the county's task force um, around some of these kinds of questions. Uh, but one of the things that I want you to know and be very clear about is that we don't plan to go back until it's safe for Reverend Dr. Nancy to go back. Uh, that, that's not just because Dr. Nancy is important, but that's because all of you are as important as Reverend Dr. Nancy. That's right, that uh, until it's safe for her to go back, then, then we don't need to be risking anybody else, but we want to take our time and make sure that we are utilizing the best that scientists have to share with us, the best that medical professionals have to share with us uh, as we're navigating this question of going back. Uh, but even as we're navigating the when we're going back, churches all over the world aren't just navigating when are we going back, but we're also trying to figure out how are we going back. In other words, when it's time for us to go back, there will be some things that look different. How do we do church social distancing? What does it look like? Does it feel like? Uh, how do you have church and you can't high five nobody? How do you have church and you can't hug nobody? How do you have church with masks on, etc.? How do, do you go back? Uh, but not just that. I, I want to talk a little bit uh, about in the midst of the season as we're navigating pandemic, even as we're navigating protest. I believe that we are looking at a season in which the church is going to be very different when we go back. And it is my job to help to prepare us for what that looks like. That if you remember at the end of the year, the Lord laid on our heart for us to do a series called Finish Strong. And that Finish Strong series literally helped prepare us as a church to understand that we don't go to church, we are the church. Finish Strong helped us to have a frame and a mindset that we could really understand what God was calling us to be and to do. Uh, if you look all over the place, we show enough service strong. Y'all have shown up in stewardship strong. The job been Sunday strong, even here online, that, that we've been blessed uh, to be study strong, that we've been blessed uh, to, to, to be all that God has called us to be because you all have been able to finish strong and that helped us just to be strong all day long. Uh, but in this now, I believe that we are looking at uh, how we're going to be looking at and grappling with what church is going to look like in a different kind of a fashion. And in order to do that, I believe that uh, we can't talk about what church is going to look like if we haven't focused on what the early church looked like. There are fundamental principles, there are fundamental things uh, that help to focus us in on what the church should be. And I thank God that in Acts, uh, the early church uh, shows us and gives us a blueprint about what we need to look like. In Acts, the third chapter, it's a very familiar story uh, that you remember the day of Pentecost has happened. The early church has been born. And in Acts, the third chapter, the Bible says that Peter and John were going to the temple at the time of prayer. And as they were going to the temple at the time of prayer, there was a gentleman who was laid by the, the gate at the entrance of the temple called the Gate Beautiful. And there was a gentleman who had been laying there, and he was a lame gentleman. It was a gentleman who had been lame since birth. And the Bible says uh, that he asked Peter and John for some money. He, he begged them for some money. 
money. And there were some things that happened that by the end of the story, that brother ended up getting up, shouting and praising God, and God was able to be glorified. And I believe that in this story, it helps us to walk along our journey to briefly understand some of the things that church needs to look like when church is reborn. One of the first things I believe you've got to understand when you look at this story and you look at the scripture is you've got to understand that church is a place of straight looks and straight talk. It's a place of straight looks and straight talk. What, what do you mean, Reverend? Well, if you look at the scripture, uh, you'll see that uh, as a gentleman was asking Peter and John for money, it said that Peter, it said they looked straight at him. And one of the challenges today is that too many of us are looking around people and past people and over people. Uh, the, it gets me because they weren't even in the church. The Bible says they were on their way into the church. This gentleman had been laid at the gate outside of the church. He was a beggar. He was a lame gentleman. He was a brother who didn't have much prestige in society. But the thing I love about this scripture is they didn't look around him. They looked straight at him. I, I'm glad the scripture says straight at him, that, that it said they looked straight at him. And, and my brothers and my sisters, there are people that are outside of the church, uh, well, not inside the church. There are people outside of the church with great need, with great issue, with great challenge, with great situation. And we've got to be able to look straight at them. We can't look around the issues of our community. We can't look over the issues of our community. We can't look past the issues of our community and the people in our community. We've got to look straight at them because it's only when you look straight at somebody uh, that you can really see who they are. There's a certain level of respect you give somebody when you look straight at them. There's a certain level of humanity you acknowledge when you look straight at somebody. If you look around them, if you look past them, if you look over them, uh, then you can kind of not have to deal with who they are. But when you look straight at them, the church is a place uh, that we should be looking straight at people, straight at people, no matter what their issues are. That's why I'm glad I go to Community of Hope, where what? Everyone has a chance. We're not scared to look straight at anybody because we know that there was a time somebody had to look straight at us. It's a place of straight looks, but it's also a place of straight talk that, that, that Peter looked at the brother and, and then Peter told the brother, look at me, uh, because it's a place of straight looks that Peter didn't just want to look at him, but he wanted the brother to look right back at him. Uh, I, I learned when I was a young man that my father always told me uh, that when I was going to shake a man's hand or shake a person's hand to look them straight in their eyes, because he said, if you look them in their eyes, they've got to respect you. And, and, and Peter, in this text, uh, the Bible said he looked straight at the gentleman, uh, but then he told this lady man, this beggar man, uh, look at me. Uh, that's what I love about this straight conversation that, that he gave it to him straight. No, he said, look at me, man. And, and that the gentleman looked at him. And in that way, uh, that, that was Peter's way of being able to say, man, that, 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 that we're in this thing together, that I respect you and I want you to look at me so you can understand what I have to say to you. And, and then Peter said, look, silver and gold have I none, but such as I have, I give unto you. And now rise and walk by the authority, the power of Jesus, the Christ of Nazareth. Uh, that some of us, uh, it's time for the church to not just be a place uh, that talks about people. It's not just a place uh, that talks about uh, people's issues or their concerns or talks about people as they are less than. But the church has got to be a place of straight talk and straight conversation. We can't run from conversations. We've got to deal with conversations. And some of our conversations have to be able to tell 
our brothers and our sisters, you can be better than you are right now, that, that God can make a change in your life, that God don't care how rough it is in your situation right now, that God can turn that thing around. I want to tell you right here uh, through the TV or however you're watching me, uh, as straight as I can tell you, that God is bigger than your situation and bigger than your circumstance, and the power of God can move in your life. All you've got to do is accept him and let him be able to do it. The church is a place of straight looks. It's a place of straight talk. Uh, uh, but, but the other thing uh, that you need to know about the church reborn is the church reborn is a place that people need to feel the church before they always hear the church. People need to feel the church before they always hear the church. The thing I, I like about this scripture is before they get into service, before they get into the, t the, the, the sanctuary, before they get into the temple, or the Bible says that, that Peter talked to uh, this lame brother and told him, look man, silver and gold have I none, but such as I have I give unto you. And, and it said he grabbed him by the hand and he lifted him up. And, and, and as he grabbed him by the hand and he lifted him up, uh, all of a sudden it says that the man's uh, uh, legs all of a sudden got strong and his bones got strong and his muscles got strong. And he jumped up and he started moving. He jumped up. He started praising. He jumped up and he started shouting that he experienced his breakthrough and hadn't even gotten to the church yet. And that's important for somebody to hear today because uh, as we look at church reborn, church reborn will not just be what happens inside the four walls of the church, but church reborn means uh, that miracles happen before folks even get to church. Miracles happen th that church becomes a place that we celebrate what God has done in the community. That's why I get excited about even right now as you're watching us that we're serving folks in community because God is transforming lives in community before they even step up inside the church house that before they even hear us they feel us before they even hear us that uh, they feel the work that we've been doing to try to make a difference in their life and somebody here you can say that's nice but I've come by to give you your point of responsibility uh, because the community of hope we say that we don't go to church we are the church and if you are the church then that means that people need to feel the power of the church through your life uh, that means that you as a member of the community of hope AME church as a member of the body of Christ that people experience God through how you relate to them. The people experience God by how you talk to them. People experience God by how you reach out to them. And people experience God about the things that you do in fellowship with them. In other words, if you curse them out and you kirk out on them, that's the biggest experience they may have with your church. But if you understand how to navigate people and be kind to people and reach out to people and take care of people and be loving to people, then people can be able to get a sense of what the body of Christ can do before they ever step inside the four walls of the church. Uh, I've come by to let you know uh, that breakthroughs happen not just inside church but outside church. That before you even get to church, uh, the healing can happen. Before you even get to church, deliverance can happen. Before you even get to church, a transformation can happen. But you've got to understand that you are an agent of transformation. That today you are deputized as a special agent of the Holy Ghost. And that wherever you go, community of hope AMB Church goes with you. And so I need you to be the church. That's right. I tell you every time that we don't go to church. We are the church. And so if you are the church, then I need you to grab somebody. Uh, you can't grab them literally, but I need you to grab them metaphorically and let them know uh, that in this season, God wants to heal you. God wants to set you free. And God can do it if you'll let God. As a church reborn, that means that you've got work to do. 
as a church reborn, that means that we're not just waiting on the sermon. Uh, he got healed without a sermon. He just got healed because somebody reached out and had a conversation with him and lifted him up. This brother who was lame from birth all of a sudden walked, hadn't been taught how to walk, hadn't never had first steps. He was lame from birth. But because some brothers on their way to church decided that we're not going to wait until we get inside the church to be a blessing, but we're going to be a blessing right where we are. The Bible says that they were able to watch this brother be healed. And this brother went into the church jumping and shouting. And it was as a result of his testimony that Peter got to preach. Y'all help me out. When we get back to church, when we go back in the building, I need folks running in, not because they're running in to hear me, but they're running in because they've seen your testimony. They've seen what God has done. They've watched the hand of God use you to be a blessing in community. And that's why they want to come to the community of hope, AME Church. God bless you. And remember, be the church.